0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Lisa Traeger and Stephanie Haas, all about Season 5, Episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. You might have seen Lisa in the new Judd Apatow film. You can still do that because you're probably listening to this in or around your home. It's uh, currently on demand. And I think this is the podcast that's finally going to push the new Judd Apatow film into into the black. So uh, without further ado, here's two of my favorite people and I. Talking about the season, Shea Kule will inevitably win. We're going to make this talk
1: about these queens.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. If Shea Kule doesn't win, something's wrong with the world, correct?
1: Yes. The only person that, like, the second place should be Alexis Mateo. Yes. Agreed. Shea should have won her season. Agreed. It It was only rose petals. Like, Sasha's second lip sync had the same energy, mouth move. Everything was the same. She's one note besides the petals.
0: Okay, so maybe that's the real question. If that one note is so different, should you be the winner?
2: You know, I was just my, my boyfriend is here today, and I was just explaining that to him. We were we were watching the beginning of this week's episode, and I was like, "Sheikhule got robbed," uh, and, but also I said that that uh, Sasha deserved it. Like, like both of those things are somehow true. Like, there was no Absolutely. way watching that. That, and I was I was watching that at sidetrack, like full bar we lost our goddamn minds you know like yeah yes of course like of course she won but shay also got robbed
0: i watched that at duplex diner which is a lgbtq diner slash bar in washington dc and i had a beer during the finale and the finale was so good i forgot my debit card at the bar like that's how (laughs) awe-inspiring those rose petals were and yes it's a one-trick pony but like what a trick and now everyone's trying to do that trick
1: Oh, yeah. like have feathers fall? I've only seen glitter.
2: Everyone well, just like, to, like the... come up with a some kind of amazing reveal. Yeah,
0: yeah but
1: I don't know. If, I feel like Alex, Elec- not Alexis. What's her name? Roxy Andrews with the she? second wig, kind of. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like I feel like she was the one who was like reveals.
2: Yeah, um, it's just in cool. the in the finale in the new finale format, and I believe that. The Shay Sasha finale was the first time that they did that lip sync battle, right?
0: Mm -hmm. It was. It was. Now, Lisa, you're a, uh, not Top Chef, what's the, Project Runway fan, correct?
1: Yeah, but I watched Top Chef as well.
0: Oh, uh, uh, that was my mistake. I apologize. The reason why I brought it up is, do you remember the dress? I think it was like a Christian, uh, it was iconic. The runway with the water and the dress hits the water and the dress goes from white to like everything.
1: Yes, I do.
0: Does that predate the Sasha valor reveal?
1: I'm sure.
0: Because I feel like that's what really did it. Like that piece of cable reality television minutiae is the thing that has impacted the last decade of reveals and the importance of a wow factor, maybe superseding the importance of a all-around competitor.
1: Yeah, I learned a really one of the biggest lessons I learned from Project Runway is when they started to let the finalists do like a mini runway for the judges to get notes before the final mm-hmm. and they wouldn't send their best work and they'd be like, what's up? And they're like, well, we're saving it for the finale. And it's like,
0: mm. but you
1: got to get to the finale. Yeah. Uh, like show what you got. You can't really like wait, wait it out. So that's a lesson I learned. I wish do you I think remember anyone- that dress like what season or art or designer, but I don't.
0: But do you think anyone at this point in All-Stars has anything that they could reveal that we haven't already seen? But I, I mean, also want to say oh, that please.
1: Alexander McQueen was doing stuff like that on the runway way before that Project Runway. So for reality, Absolutely. television was a big moment, but I feel like McQueen fashion shows were that. Yeah, fashion sure, sure, sure.
2: designers are constantly stealing from drag queens. So it could be full circle.
1: Everyone steals from drag queens is what I'm learning. Like, because of black trans women and drag queens, we have everything. And I didn't know. Just everything. Almost anything.
0: (laughs) Almost everything. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a few things.
1: No, I don't think Sasha was a bad competitor. She was really good. But Shay was just better. And it was just one rose petal away. And I think everyone agrees.
0: But the look, the finale, not the finale, sorry, the, the most recent runway look yes. of Shea Coule. Yeah. It's iconic already, and the show has only aired, what, four days ago? And I feel like I'm going to see that done for the rest of my life, and I'm going to recognize where it started.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, and that designer is from Project Runway. Really? Yeah, Kara. Told, his name is Michael.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, that Shay thing, like I was talking to Mateo, who is like Bob the drag queen's best friend, and he's very in the drug world. And he said that outfit by Shay is the best outfit in drag race history. Wow.
0: That's a that's, that's a quite word. a compliment.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I agree. I mean, we all like there was a gasp. We watched it together. Kara does talk mm. too much. It is a problem. But <laughs> um, she wrote on it and we were at her house, so we followed her rules. But yeah we all gasped. I mean, I could, well, first I gasped because India's outfit was the worst one I've ever seen in drag race history. (laughs) That is the ugliest dress I have ever seen.
2: Yeah, that was really
0: bad. I, this is the, this is the time of the night where I know that you haven't watched as many seasons as Stephanie and I, because even though that was that bad, just watch the first five seasons and the first five Queens that get eliminated. All of them are worse. (laughs)
1: You're right. I haven't watched one and two, but I'm so, that in that outfit was disgusting. Like the
2: color, that little heart. Ugh, I hated it. Mm, it's yeah, not be- good. Before the regular the- seasons became this like you have to be rich fashion extravaganza, the fun thing about All Stars was that they had a little bit of money now, and they didn't make them do mm-hmm. goofy fashion challenges where they make stuff out of trash. So you could just see all of their best outfits. And yeah, that, that does not look like the outfit of a of a drag queen who has any money. <laughs>
1: And I don't really watch Untucked, but I saw a clip today. And so this was an old, this was like last week with Derek, but, or two weeks. I don't even know where we are mm-hmm. anymore. But <laughs> Derek's in a thruple. I didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, Lisa, yeah. Derek is in a thruple. Okay. So Derek was in a relationship with this photographer. Um, and then uh, on Alaska's season, Alaska made over. Oh, they were doing veterans in the makeover episode. So Alaska gets some, like, skinny tall veteran uh names her nebraska and then after the show nebraska kept doing drag and joined derek berry's relationship wow
1: i did see nebraska in the video and i got confused that is crazy yeah
2: is alaska Uh, mad
1: that nebraska used that name or no
2: no i think i think she came out and was like oh i want i want a, a kid in every state
1: that's
0: oh, great. that's amazing. She's the Sufjan Stevens of drag.
2: <laughs> I don't. Okay.
1: <laughs> no, Shay's outfit was insane. I also love when she's like, I can't look down because um, of the neck stuff. And then her lip sync was so good.
0: Let, let's talk about the lip sync. Uh, as soon as the reveal is Miss Alyssa Edwards, I was convinced Alyssa's going to win. She literally has mm-hmm. a reality show about her being a dance instructor, which I enjoy quite a bit. The fact that Alyssa's first gimmick fucked up. Did you notice the fan flip, fucked up?
2: No, no. Yeah, I it's watch in the
0: first again. like ten seconds of the lip sync, it's like, oh, this is over. And I was shocked. I was happily surprised that Shaycule took home twenty k. Oh
2: yeah, I knew I, Shay I mean, was gonna win it. Alyssa doesn't need it. You know, she's gonna no. phone it in a little.
0: No, uh, I don't think she was phoning it in at all. Alyssa
1: <laughs> wasn't good. She and the outfit was bad. Like there was no move she couldn't really move in it.
2: Yeah. Are all of the, are all of the lip sync assassins going to have these like crazy neon outfits? Is that a, is that am cool of with theme? that.
0: Cool. I don't care. Yeah.
2: No, I'm not, I'm, it's not a criticism. I'm just wondering if, if something's going on here.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. I wasn't impressed gonna... with Alyssa, but I was like, I bet Shay could have be, I bet Shay could be anyone. Anyway. Like I thought hers was really good.
0: Okay. This season, though, I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad there's a distraction from reality. It's going to be a bad season, not because Shay's bad, but because like there's really no one for Shay to compete against, really. Or am I crazy? Alexis
2: Mateo. Alexis is so good.
0: I love Alexis, but like, there's no way Alexis wins. And I wanted Alexis to win going into this.
1: No, we all want Shay to win. Shay is winning. You're just you. I get what you're saying. You're like it's kind of like the Bulls are going to win again.
0: Yeah, exactly. This feels like the 97 Bulls. It's like the Sonic series was awesome. Jordan's clearly back, but like this isn't even going to be close.
2: I think there are a couple of strong enough competitors that it'll be interesting. I don't think she's going to completely crush everyone.
0: Speaking of completely crushing everyone, Lisa, I want to thank you for name dropping as many people as possible in this short amount of time that we have <laughs> together because you have taken time out from your busy promotional schedule because you were in a, a major motion picture um directed by judd apatow starring pete davidson how do you feel being part of that world but not being able to leave your city
1: um i mean obviously you know i had a dress planned for the premiere and stuff exactly but um my friends made it amazing so they had like a little red carpet and like glitter curtains Aww. and then the spread was insane so and they like put photos of me they tape photos up but um we had get ready shrimp cocktail pigs in a blanket a cheese plate <laughs> mozzarella sticks egg rolls spanakopita mac and cheese balls gummy candies little chocolates a kringle and chocolate chip cookies that makes me happy for you <laughs> Yeah. And then I think I'm missing one more thing, but you can imagine it was a lot of snacks.
0: The, besides bringing it up for the obvious reason is, do you think you have anything in common with these drag queens? Because I feel like the, the coronavirus is sort of taking away something that was supposed to be really cool. And it's still really cool. But you're not going to be able to benefit in the same way a lot of the current queens that are on Drag Race, uh, regular and the season of All Stars, because you can't well, really. Well, what tour I've learned
1: about my career is, no matter what credits I acquire, no one comes to my shows. So <laughs> this move, this movie, not movie, it wouldn't have mattered. I would still be just like playing Funny Bones on a Thursday, but. I, you know, I think missing Australia and Edinburgh. I think just the day to day. I miss doing comedy all the time. So
2: yeah.
1: it's definitely sad in that way. But I had, a and then like, I got a lot of attention on the internet. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess I couldn't have, I it would have been cool to go to the movies and see it on a big screen, mm-hmm. of course. But, you know, I got to see it with friends and smoke weed, eat snacks. And I'm getting compliments. I don't know. And it's just like, fucking cool i feel cool that i'm in it i can't believe i like cj turned to me he's like damn you're like really in this and i was like yeah (laughs) it feels (laughs) um awesome because i had no lines i was just there to improvise they could have cut me at any second and i feel like i really delivered since i was in it because i didn't have to be
0: may i ask Um, you some potentially uncomfortable things right now
1: well, the, yeah, my low ponytail is very ugly and it's really upsetting. And <laughs> I hate. that is a disappointing thing. Like every photo I see, I just shiver and
2: I'm disgusted. Thank you, you
0: for acknowledging the elephant in the room. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pete Davidson's uh, current Netflix special opens with him uh, and Louis C.K. And previous to this, for a lot of people, the thing you were probably most well known for was being part of Louis C.K.'s um, Pay What You Want sitcom. uh did, th- yeah. did you guys talk about Louie at all
1: um no Pete was like busy you know what I mean I feel sure. like I'm like an older aunt to him that's how he treats me sometimes he calls me Liz um I yeah I didn't really chat much with him but I've chatted with so many people about Louis. but I know that he doesn't like Louie <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the special but we have talked about Louie at the cellar I guess I should say that I do rem- yes and Ricky and I of course we um who's in the movie and does a Such a good job. He's so funny.
0: The last time, not the last time, but one of the most recent times I saw you, Lisa, uh, when my wife was pregnant, but we couldn't tell anybody yet. You got real mad, not real mad, but like you were upset that you didn't know. It doesn't matter. You essentially told me all of the shit about the Louis stuff. And it was so cool to hear it from you and what you were doing and all that stuff. And I, I just think now... With where we are roughly two years later, do you think that will be stronger now or do you think that will go away? Do you think the ability for people to give a shit of what people are saying on stage or doing on stage and how they behave off stage is going to matter in six months, a year, whenever we're back to normal?
1: I don't really know because, you know, really bad people sell out and have fan bases, so they're going to keep being, you know, performing. So with comedy, it's like you can you the people will come whether you're hateful or not. And it's like because the club still booked Louie, like, Mm -hmm. you know, he was just upset. I feel like he's not famous anymore, but no one's entitled to fame. But like he's still working and selling out and making money. Yeah. So, Uh. like, I don't think it'll affect people in that way. But I think I mean, hopefully clubs will just start booking lots of different people and then, like, comedy jobs and write, or writing and acting and shit like that will hopefully hire more diverse people.
0: Stephanie, are there any queens, be it from Drag Race or from Dragula, that once you find out something, you're no longer a fan?
2: Ooh. Oh, God. That's a tough question to be put on the spot with. I mean, I will say, uh, you know, Sharon Needles, I didn't. I didn't love her as much after the show. Wait, mm-hmm. why? Uh, she's had a lot of N-word controversies.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Is that why Alaska and her are not together anymore?
2: Uh, th- that was like they were both drinking a lot and probably doing drugs and you know, beating each other up sometimes, I think.
0: Okay. I've been lucky enough to have the opposite experience with a lot of these people where I was pretty much on the fence or I liked them a lot or just lot like them, whatever. And then I had to deal with them or I interviewed them and I liked them so much more. So I feel like I've been very lucky in that space. Um, but I don't think, I, I, I think I'm the average person here. I think that for the most part, a lot of these people are good people because if you're coming up in this specific art form, it's very difficult to uh corner the market on a certain hate group unlike comedy or (laughs) music where it's super easy to find your hate group uh if you just wear certain polos
1: yeah i mean and the way they handle it was really like sherry pot they handled it you know they didn't yeah
2: yeah and and these are i don't know one of the interesting things about drag race especially when you're watching the normal seasons especially the earlier ones is that these are not people who are or were you know they were not people who are prepared to be on TV you know they are people who perform live who perform in bars like they're they're rough around the edges uh, and you I don't know like I I feel like I give them um, I rate them on a different scale maybe than I would uh, a millionaire comedian <laughs> like if they do some stupid shit it doesn't bother me as much mm-hmm. because their yeah. platform is different their lives are different.
1: I'm looking at the photo of this season right now, and I, you know what, Brandon, you were saying earlier is their competition. Mm-hmm. I think Juju I like, yeah, yeah I like
0: Juju I think I that's some like competition.
1: I think that's a top three queen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I bet that is the top three.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I was going to say, how did you guys feel about Blair St. Clair's pink outfit? Was it the challenge? And then also Miss Cracker is so annoying. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 I thought Miss Cracker was so good on those Bon Appetit videos, but now with Bon Appetit, you, you can't like them anymore for good reason. And uh, now I'm viewing Miss Cracker in a different light. And, yes, yeah, she's incredibly annoying. And I think that that look was so good, I don't care if it was the challenge, the pink skin look. Right? It was a am great I crazy? look, but
2: I, it wasn't the challenge.
0: But the challenge was skin, right?
2: It was love the skin you're in. Yeah. So she changed her skin. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I think there was the, the joke was we're all pink at a certain point.
2: Was that the joke or did she just have a pretty pink dress she wanted to wear?
0: What's wrong with either?
1: But there's got to be a different... I will see what challenges come up. It'll be interesting to see where she could have worn that dress.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. Do you wish that they revealed the like... The upcoming challenges because the queens all no. get to know. Okay.
1: I like the surprise.
0: Are you yeah. enjoying? Did you see, so on week one, you watched alone, and on week two, you watched with friends. Is that correct, Lisa? Yeah. Did you enjoy? I'm assuming you enjoyed week two more, or did you have to rewatch anything because people were talking?
1: I'm going to No, I mean, one of our friends talks a lot. I actually, when we, went, we, we started the movie immediately, She was just like, wait, who's that? Who's that? And I had to be like, we are not going to be talking through this movie. (laughs) And it got tense for a moment because then anyone who made noise was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) So then I was like, pause it. We are not doing this. I am not dramatic. We can obviously make jokes or like, that's Jessica Kirsten. I'm like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, stop whispering and acting like I'm going to flip out. So it was a little annoying up top, <laughs> honestly.
0: So what you did was at one point you chastised people, and then the second time is you paused the movie and then chastised them and told them you were not dramatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, because everyone kept being like, oh, my God, and, like, whispering in the dark. And I was like, no, 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 stop whispering like I'm an abusive dad, and I'm like, <laughs> no talking in the movie. But it's like we know our friend talks a lot. I've done Molly with her, and I've gone to a Lizzo concert where she wouldn't shut up. So, like, I am. I know what's about to happen. And I need to set a boundary. And like I apologized to her multiple times throughout the night. And she was like, no, it's good. I know I talk too much. And it's like a boundary needed to be set. And then we watched Drag Race. I was like vindicated with my decision to make a statement because she the, the whole episode was talking. And she worked on the show. So she was just like that tidbit, that one, that I was there, this said there, this was that, that's that. And it was like. It was a lot.
0: <laughs> so you're watching it with like the director's commentary.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is good to know, but it's it's too much. Because it, it, obviously it's fun to make a comment or everyone laugh like your friends. But there needs to be at least a few minutes of quiet viewing. I don't know. That's fair. And there's commercials. But the idea of going <laughs> to a bar like you, all of you watch, I, I yeah. don't know if I could do that.
0: Oh, they're great. I mean, for at least in D.C. during the show, people are silent. And then yeah. they only like clap or say something like at the appropriate times. It is it's in no way like let's make our friends laugh. It's more like it's more like it's perfect. <laughs> I know this. Yeah, also- I, I
2: knocked I, over a beer bottle once and the entire bar turned to look at me like, yeah, it's very quiet. Cool. <laughs> you Whoa. would not think
0: that. Yeah, it's so respectful.
1: I can't. Uh, you're right. I don't believe that. That's crazy to know
0: and then afterwards i don't know how it was for stephanie but afterwards in dc there's like then it's loud then it's like either a drag show or a karaoke thing or like that's when you can get loud but during the actual show people are, are very respectful
2: yeah
1: that's impressive i love that
0: yeah well we'll never get to experience that again
2: no. it is the, yeah i think that's the best way to watch it
1: obviously i want everyone to be safe and happy and healthy But all the states that had no rules, that are now sick as fuck, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Arizona. Overwhelm the hospitals. It's just like, fuck all of you.
2: I understand the sentiment, but my mom lives uh, outside of Tulsa now. No, uh, it's terrible.
1: Obviously, that's not... And I want all of our nurses and doctors and everyone to stay healthy and not... But I, like... I feel how I feel.
0: The okay. People
1: that are like, fuck that. I'm not wearing a mask. Like the, there was a group of girls that went to a mm-hmm. bar and then they all got it. It's like, yeah, oh that's my what God. you get.
0: I think it was 15, right? There were 15 yep. people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because the joke online, it was like a girl and 15 of her friends. And they're like, how did they decide who the girl was? Like that. <laughs> like, like there's all these girls. But
0: do you have, okay. So, Lisa, you're in California probably one of the top three restricted places in the country. Let's say by week eight of drag race, all-star season five, uh, you could watch it in a bar. Would you do that?
1: No, no. I mean, I'm walking around the patios are open. People are dining. Mm -hmm. People are eating out. Like I did have a margarita after one of the protests and I felt bad and shame. Like I didn't like the feeling at all. And I got a COVID test, on. Thursday or Friday or yeah, Friday. So, um, I'm negative. And so, congratulations. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until except the comedy store. I would do spots. I would do spots.
0: You would. Okay. I yeah, like I how would you perform
1: said, at the comedy store.
0: I won't go anywhere, but I'll go to this environment where we share a microphone and everyone facing me is expelling spit.
1: Yeah, that is fucked, but that's how desperate I am um, <laughs> for money and for comedy. And sure, yeah, sure, sure. I would perform, but I have no interest of sitting in a restaurant, going to a
2: festival, like none of that.
0: Stephanie, same question, except Chicago.
2: Uh, I don't think I would go to a bar. I also went, I went out one time, I went to the, the patio of El Cid and mm-hmm. uh, I was, you know, at least 10 feet from another human being. Um, and there were, you know, maybe 15 people in the entire patio, but it, I, that, uh, riddled with anxiety about
0: it. Yeah, the only thing I could even think about doing—well, no, no matter what, I can't because I got a kid. But if there was a way to do a socially distanced outdoor viewing experience of the drag race live, like at a football, like a high school football field, where you could like bring your own wine or margaritas or whatever, I would do that.
1: Yeah, like a I'd movie in able... the park.
0: Exactly. You Find
1: a friend with a projector.
0: Well, and we, I have that. Back. We have you... that.
1: You don't want to invite a couple people for a distant hang in your yard.
0: That's the thing. The people that were coming over are now either covering the protests or like organizers in the protest. So it's not safe anymore. Got it. And then, the, you know, the only the only other people that care about this stuff are either too afraid to leave their home for obvious reasons or they would come. But then it takes where we are in D.C. It's like the closest friends we have are like two miles away. And, like, it's super easy to walk two miles somewhere, but then after a few drinks, you're not going to want to do that. And then, like, they can't stay here, and they don't want to take an Uber home. It's that type of situation. Yeah. So, unless I could find a few drunk friends on bikes, it's not going to (laughs) happen.
1: But you would go to the football field.
0: But the football field is a nice neutral spot where, like, it's not my house. It's not their house. No one's using a bathroom. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah, have I a just, like,
2: nearby, you could set this up.
0: Yeah, I do, but like, I don't want strangers to come. I need to know everyone there to vet them about where they've been and if they'll talk during Drag Race. Mm,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's nice to have a pod. I guess it's a little different because to me it's like there's no reason why I wouldn't rather just get takeout and sit at a house or yeah. a yard. Like to look at strangers from a few feet away, it's shocking. Like I don't yeah. – I want my hair done, I want a pedicure, I want lots of stuff, but no, thank you.
2: Yeah, if you can get the the communal experience in a safe way, you're you're set, you don't need the bar.
0: I just I don't think I could get either. It's also cuz like I have a window of 2 hours every night where I could drink. That's not a long window. So like to have people come and then like it might be pushed back an hour because of bedtime and then they have to leave right away. It's like no one wants to do that. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same.
2: I... Okay. It sounds really hard. I wish that you could have some
0: friendship. Oh, me in
2: person? Yeah.
0: No, I'm still a straight white man in America. I am not complaining. (laughs) Things are working out great for me. Uh, In no way am I complaining. I I, want to make it clear that I'm not. I just I'm viewing this season so differently, and last season clearly than I had the previous ten years of the show.
1: Can I just tell you something? Please. Okay, so I just got on Twitter and Chris Red wrote, don't take this the wrong way. but if you start calling slavery and and white privilege a blessing, you need your ass beat. And then this is so funny. Some woman wrote, you need to shut the fuck up. I live in a very mixed race place. We are not racist. We all come and go amongst one another. At work, I'm bullied and beat to shit. One guy keeps calling me a fucking R word constantly. How you think I feel. (laughs) It just seems like the most unhinged thing I've ever read. And that's why it just made me laugh.
0: What's an R word?
1: You know.
2: Mentally. Oh, okay. Thank
0: you. Thank you. (laughs)
1: Listen, I'll be honest. I would say it in person if we were hanging out and I have said (laughs) it on stage and it's a great joke, but I'm not getting, I will, I am not saying it on a podcast.